Good morning and welcome to ASL's HR in 10. At 10. I'm Jason Perry. And I'm Kimberly Bradshaw. And we're here once again to talk about what's going on in the wonderful world of HR and what are the topics you need to keep up to date with. So Kimberly, what, what's caught your attention this week? Well, the one that's come as no surprise to me, but I think is great to see, is that there's going to be a massive growth in the role of HR. Ah. I think, you know, this makes me think about, I forget which FTSE 100 it was, but the HR director. Is this uh, you the know, pink and fluffy? Exactly that Brilliant. comment, yes. Um, and, you know, people don't realise... I th sometimes how much they need HR and what yeah. HR can do to help. Um, some people see it as a very sort of operational technical role, which it is. And there's a huge strategic side to it as yes. well. But um, so, yes, 13 percent increase. Yes. For, but that was particularly for internal recruiters, which I thought was interesting. Well, that's not really surprising, is it? Um, and, you know, I, 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 like you, I shall never forget that quote. And it was, I think it was about nine months into COVID, wasn't it? Where at the beginning of 2021, a FTSE 100 HR director said after this year, no one better call us pink and fluffy again. Um, and it's the contribution HR makes. And HR has been making an incredible contribution to organisations over the past few years, getting through the COVID crisis, now the cost of living crisis. And one of the things that's really stunned me is you look at the uh, ASL HR forum we run and the value that adds to people and those people who come week after week just wanting to participate um, on, on things that you and I often think as our day job, but to other people it's so vital to them to keep up to date. Mm. And as a result of that, there's this huge growth in HR vacancies. Um, and uh, yeah, a staggering number, as you say, uh, I'm just looking for the numbers now. 13.5% in yeah. um, HR roles. Yeah, and that, that's from APSCO, the Association of Professional Staffing Companies, they've monitored this. But they've gone into quite some depth and they've looked at the sectors where the growth is and they've also looked at the type of roles. Yeah. Um, anyone who's seen what's going on in the labour shortages over the past, uh, I'm losing track of how long it's been going on now, but certainly, like forever. <laughs> certainly the last six months has been incredibly difficult to hire. And what we're now seeing is lots of major companies have decided the solution is to beef up their internal recruitment departments. So there are a lot of professional recruiters, recruitment consultants, now being headhunted by corporates. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think that was 35% of the, um, the vacancies. All, all vacancies, yeah. 35% yeah. of all HR vacancies um, I think in the past year have been internal recruitment roles. That's phenomenal. It is, and it's music to my ears, frankly, because the number of companies that you know I've dealt with over the years who don't have a succession plan, they don't have a talent management plan, they don't realise how valuable their internal resources are mm. and don't make the most of them. And yet they go, you know, to huge expense to bring somebody in. And yes, sometimes it's good to get somebody in, but if you're a big enough organization and you can grow your own, you know, it's much more cost effective and you get better value. So it, that's a very exciting figure yeah. for me. Well, I, I think the thing is lots of people had believed 
that recruitment was as simple as placing an ad and getting hundreds of applications and whittling them down. And now, you know, there was actually a lot of skill in that because if you wrote the right ad and you sifted well, you didn't have hundreds. And that's what recruiters were doing well. Um, but what's now happening is they're seeing there really is skill and talent in attracting people and getting the strategy right to make you an appealing employer. So that, I think, is a shift. Um, we the other one I thought was a good one, was, uh, which relates to the, to the internal recruitment roles, is um, that 14% of all HR vacancies are learning and development, yes. because that supports, you know, if you're going to promote from in, within, you need to develop people. And, yes. you know, normally in a any form of recession, which, you know, looks like we're hurtling fast towards... Yeah. Um, learning and development is something that sort of slips down the agenda in, when people are mm -hmm. looking at what they need to pay for. So it's very encouraging to see that, you know, there's good L&D roles out there. Mm. Well, it's an unusual downturn, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. it's going to be a downturn with high employment levels, it looks like. Now, OK, at some point that may alter a little, but I don't think it's going to be, a, a, a let's say, a traditional recession. It's going to be a cost of living recession, I think, is what we're looking at. And companies need to upskill and train their own people and retain their people. So, yeah, that L&D focus is also interesting. Yeah. The, the sectors it's happening on, technology is a huge one. Technology have said we need to beef this up. And retail have said we need to do this in order to get people on board. Yeah. So you can see which sectors are struggling most to recruit. So. Yes, and to be honest, I think technology is showing the highest stats across the board anyway. It's been such a yeah. growth sector for so many years now. I'm not surprised that they're, you know, was it over 17% of all HR roles? Yes. Yeah, it's uh, that type of number. Um, mm. So it, it really is interesting looking at this. That, that kind of moves us in quite nicely. If we're looking at internal recruitment, I guess the big thing I want to see change, and we've worked with a lot of clients on this, is how complicated their recruitment process is and whether you're putting your applicants off. There's some interesting data come out on that, isn't there? Yes. Was it, um, who was it? Sterling, Sterling Data. Sterling Data. That's it. Um, found that 75%, so three quarters of job seekers, would drop out if it was a lengthy recruitment process. Indeed. So 78%, you're pretty much there, but it was... Oh, that's they, right, yes. Yeah, they, they drop out if it was either complex or long. And again, go back to two, three years ago, we saw a lot of employers who said, we've got large numbers of applicants, what we want to do is whittle them down. And if the process took three, four weeks and various stages of filling this form, now do this questionnaire, now do these background checks... They didn't mind if they started off with a large number of applicants and came down to a small number then to select from, and it became almost a, a funnel process of reducing the numbers. But right now, there aren't enough going in the top of the funnel to make that work. And what we're seeing is large numbers of applicants turned off by your process either taking too long or you asking for too much data. And... The real question to me is, what can you do about that? Because you as an employer might feel you need that data. Yes, that's a tricky one. I think it, it varies for each organisation, what is good. But, you know, it's got to be fast because mm. otherwise you're going to risk people 
been offered jobs elsewhere. Um, but also, you know, this sort of complicated and lengthy. I was talking to one of our clients earlier in the week, Jason, and we were talking about recruitment and they said, oh, yes, you know, we've got a four stage process. And I remember thinking to myself, you have four stages, but how effective is each one? Yes. Yeah. Have you got the right interview yes. questionnaire in place have you done this have you done that so i think a lot of people could just do one short list mm. to interview first round and then have a quick second round interview with the rest yeah yeah i mean clearly you and i could talk for hours on this one but the, the kind of key points we've done when working with people i would say is we've almost developed what i would call a bite-sized chunks recruitment process and you congratulate a candidate for making it to step two, and then you invite them to do a little bit more data. If you try and collect all your data up front, you will put people off. If you give somebody a 15-page application form, you will frighten them away, and you will have a very small number of applicants. And much of that data isn't so much about will it affect the recruitment decision, it's actually you need to collect it before you onboard them before you hire them. So actually you can move it to the back end and picking when you ask these questions is probably key and question, do you need them now? That's yeah. the first big thing I'd say to anyone. Simplify everything you can so that the candidate gives you the minimum possible data and can be in front of you as fast as possible. That's point one. The second point is time, isn't it? We have seen so many cases where you put a candidate forward for a role, and by the time they're invited for interview, by the time the client has decided to um, invite them, they've actually got three other interviews and two job offers. And then the candidate says, no thanks, I'm out. So you have to speed it up. And one of the things we've done a huge amount of work again on here, video interviewing. For years, people have been phone interviewing, but if we've learned anything through COVID, surely it's how to use Zoom. Um, and you can do instant first interviews and you can massively shorten the process, surely. Exactly. And, you know, going back to what you said about the complicated interview questionnaire, if you just have a well-written job effort and ask mm. people to write a covering letter explaining why they yeah. would be a good fit for that role or why they want that role and ask them to forward their CV, you can quickly screen against the yes. requirements of the... Indeed. Uh, the job um spec person spec. and yeah. you know like already you've got a good selection process absolutely key point keep it simple make it easy for your candidates kimberly hr in 10 has just been hr in 11. <laughs> what a surprise i get i'm not certain my internet keeps dropping out as well so i'm not quite certain how that's gone well <laughs> we, we managed to keep you online for a whole 11 minutes as ever thank you um, and uh, in fact, we're not we're not live this time next week, are we? Kimberly's having a break for next week, so we'll be back in two weeks. Thanks for watching, and uh, we'll see you again then. Thank you. See you next week. Bye bye. No, week after two weeks. <laughs> bye for now. <laughs>